With the Isle of Armor behind us and the Crown of Tundra on its way, there's one question everyone is wondering. Where's the 2021 Pokemon game? Game Freak shared with us some Pokemon news not too long ago. Sadly, it wasn't what everyone expected. <coughs> Pokemon Unite. <coughs> but out of all the new games revealed, none was more shocking than Pokemon New Snap. Though release date is yet to be revealed, it's likely we'll be seen in early 2021. But I guarantee that won't be the only Pokemon game we get next year. I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and these are the potential Pokemon games for 2021. First off, let's go sequels. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. While not the most challenging games, we're fun and welcome additions to the series, serving as the first pseudo spin-off games. Because these games had good reviews, Game Freak did spark an interest in making another Let's Go game, which will more likely not take place in the Johto region. I can see two directions a Let's Go sequel can play out. Option 1, having two opposite games centering around Johto's mascots. To elaborate, Let's Go Pichu and Let's Go Togepi. Let's Go Meryl could work as well, but I think Pichu and Togepi are the better candidates in my opinion. Imagine traveling around the Johto region with Pichu on your shoulder or Togepi in your backpack, which would make a nice reference to the anime. Like Pikachu and Eevee, I can see those two learning special technique moves and exclusive tutor moves to help them out in battle. Or option two, let's go to Johto. I know it's weird that the region's name is in the game's title, but I think it works. It's literally a sequel to Let's Go, and the Johto games were sequels to the Kanto games. Notice how I only said one game instead of two versions? I think it would be a smart move if Game Freak gave us one enhanced game instead of two opposite versions. It'll essentially be Pokemon Crystal, but with Let's Go mechanics. I know for a fact I enjoy traveling the Johto region with one of the stars by my side and conquer both Pokemon leagues again, but in Switch graphics. Depending on which direction they go with, only Pokemon from Gens 1 through 2 will appear for obvious reasons, but I wouldn't be surprised if they gave us a new Legendary or Mythical prior to its release. The possibilities of a Let's Go sequel is still endless, but I hope one of these ideas make the cut. If another Let's Go game isn't your preference, then the next topic will definitely grab your attention. Diamond and Pearl Remakes these are the type of games everyone is expecting. Usually in an even generation of Pokemon, we get remakes of certain titles. Even though Sinnoh isn't my favorite region, I'll be more than happy to explore it again in Switch graphics. Not sure what the remake titles will be called, but they'll likely tie in with time and space. My biggest hope for these potential remakes is having a few content from Platinum. If you guys remember, Diamond and Pearl were notorious for having a limited selection of Pokemon and not enough content. This was especially problematic towards the end because I remembered Faulkner, aka the Electric-type gym leader, having an Ampipalm and Octillery on his team, while Flynn, the Fire-type Elite 4 member, having only two Fire-types. The rest of his team was Steelix, Drifloom, and I think Lopini. Thank God Platinum fixed everything by making their team stay true to their type specialties. The Battle Tower wasn't anything too special either, but Platinum gave us more battle facilities to choose from, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire teased the shit out of us with a potential Battle Frontier DLC, which of course, didn't happen. But in all seriousness, including the Battle Frontier would definitely give the remakes more replayability. And I know everyone misses the Battle Frontier. If not, they could at least give us some sort of post-game story regarding Garatina similar to the Delta episode, but then again, that would sound derivative. Speaking of which, I get this feeling that some new mechanics will be omitted in these supposed remakes. In other words, no Dynamax or Gigantamax. It's confirmed that both phenomena only occur in the Gala region, so that means no G-Max Sinnoh starters, no G-Max Lucario, no G-Max Garchomp, 
or any GMAX form for the Legendaries for that matter, as much as I hate to admit it. But I wouldn't be surprised if Dioga and Polkia get new exclusive forms. Now, it is possible we can visit Galar at some point during the postgame, but realistically I don't see that happening. Same thing goes with the inclusion of every Pokemon. Game Freak already stated that they're at a point where they can't implement every single Pokemon, so we have to live with the fact of not seeing every Pokemon return in future installments. Honestly, I could see Game Freak only having Pokemon from Gens 1-4 through 4 in the base game, with every Sinnoh Pokemon returning of course. Then for the DLC, they can bring back some Pokemon from Gens 5-8, through 8, and any Mon missing from the first three Gens. I know people are still aggravated with not seeing every Pokemon return, even with the Sword and Shield expansions, but like I said, we have to live with it. Out of all the ideas I have, Sinnoh Remakes are what I'm hoping for the most, but there is one more game, or games in this case, I want to address. Sword and Shield Sequels Out of all the ideas, this is the one I feel that's least likely to happen, considering that both the Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra serve as expansions to the base game and add more to Galar's lore, it wouldn't make sense to have sequels. But, there's always a slight chance we can see sequel titles like they did in Unova. I mean, both Gen 5 and 8 are often regarded to have the best stories in the Pokemon series, so it makes sense when you put that into perspective. I wouldn't mind a Galar story that takes place a couple years in the future and seeing old characters in their new roles. Hop being an assistant to Sonia, or Professor Sonia as she's now called, she might even be the one to give us the Galar starters. Oleana could return as the main antagonist since she was wasted potential. And of course, Beat and Mari as the new Fairy and Dark-type gym leaders respectively. Maybe Clara and Avery could return as the new Poison Psychic-type gym leaders because that's what they were trained to become during the Isle of Armor. Clara would of course be still exclusive to Sword, while Avery will be in Shield, and they could replace being Alistair as the fourth gym leader in both versions. Hell, I can see Gordy and Melanie getting replaced as well. Maybe a Ground-type gym in Sword, and a Flying-type gym in Shield? I know an Electric-type gym would make more sense, but we need a break from Electric-type gyms. Content-wise, they could add all the Pokemon that was added in the Isle of Armor slash Crown Tundra in the base game, or we might revisit those respected islands during the main story. Those added Pokemon could definitely improve a few of the gym leaders' teams as well. <coughs> Ryan. <coughs> also, the starters could already be born with the G-Max gene, so we won't have to waste time looking for Max Mushrooms. Maybe they can include new Galarian forms as well, since they fucked with our expectations by making the Galarian Slowpoke line the only new regional variants. I know the Crown Tundra hasn't been released yet, so they might surprise us with new forms, but I'm keeping my expectations low this time. Same thing goes for new G-Max forms. All the wasted potential for the DLC could be safe for sequels. Now, I'm going to end my list by throwing a curveball. More spin-off remakes for the Switch. Considering we have Pokémon Tournament DX, Mystery Dungeon DX, and the highly anticipated new Snap, it just crossed my mind that we could see another spin-off remake. Pokémon has a shitload of spin-offs to choose from that I'm sure no one talks about anymore. If I had to choose which spin-offs will get the remake treatment, it would have to be my favorites. Pokemon Coliseum, and Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. These games took Pokemon in a more edgy approach by capturing other people's Pokemon that were presumably corrupted. Sure, it was time-consuming to catch every Shadow Pokemon and purify them in both games, but in the end, it was worth it for me. These games would obviously be put in one collection with the option to switch between games at leisure. Think of it as like the Crash Bandicoot or Spyro remakes. I know the remakes could even fix some of the bugs and graphical issues that both games apparently suffer from, mostly Coliseum. And I gotta say this, the soundtrack for the games is fucking amazing. I can only imagine how each track would sound like if they got remade as well. I hope Genius Sonority 
considers remaking those games. Even though they're not part of the main series, they are impressive for spin-off standards. It's evident that Game Freak is being more secretive with their games this time around, so it's hard to tell what Pokemon game we'll be seeing next year. For all we know, we might not even get a Pokemon game next year, and Game Freak will wait until 2022 to give us Gen 9, but only time will tell. This has been an episode of Geeks Crossing. Let me know what you all think the next main series Pokemon game will be, subscribe for more content, and join our Discord community for more updates. Thank you, and have a great day.